Welcome to Unsleep, guys. It's been a while. Yes. Happy Barbenheimer weekend. Barbenheimer. Did, how did you all celebrate this momentous event occasion? Once in a blue moon in movie history. I did not, I did not watch Barbie. I've not watched Barbie. I really want to watch Barbie. I waited to get home to my wife. I was at the theater for Oppenheimer. And in New York. I was you watched very, it in New York. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I New York has like one of the only 13 70 millimeter IMAX theaters, right? Um, oh. It's booked for the. It's already booked for two months, I think. Every screening. Just as Nolan intended to screen it, right? The, yeah. the format and specs that he wanted. Yeah. So that didn't happen. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's that's crazy, right? Like, um, uh, a theater is booked solid for the next two months. Wow. Even the screening. Even the bowfinger yeah. seats, Deva. That's where I'm surprised. Yeah. surprised eh. Bowfinger like, guys meaning the front row. Front row. <laughs> front row, yeah. pinaka left. Pinaka left. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so these are all prepaid tickets and they're all booked, so booked solid. Yes. Yeah, they're all, all super booked. Um, days, uh, a week before the first opening day. Um, so yeah, so 10.30, 2.30, 6.30, and then 10.30 again. Only because it's a three-hour movie, but crazy. And then I went to um, I went to an IMAX um, that was full. I had to buy um, uh, the handicapped seats on the off chance that I could <laughs> that Ryan and I would get kicked out uh, in case someone in a wheelchair came in. Um, and people were, of course, people were dressed in pink. So you know they were gonna do a Barbenheimer, but also people were dressed up in cosplay as if they were in the Manhattan Project. <laughs> I like as if they were like Hiroshima victims. But yeah, they were like you know the the hat and the the suit, crazy. Crazy. When uh, you say you were in the handicapped, I don't know if you're handicapped. It's like oh, you're supposed right. to park your Isn't it just a free wheelchair? Uh, <laughs> di ba may, you know, there are two seats. Then the wheelchair. Diba parang, for the wheelchair, ah, okay. for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the assistance. Uh, okay, okay. I don't know like squatting in a, <laughs> like an empty box. <laughs> what's, what's, the, what's the feel in New York? Like, is this a fluke? I can't even remember the last time that this happened, like a big event clash of yeah, movies opening. The Mamma Mia and the Dark Knight. But, you know, no, actually there was a one brilliant inspired piece of, uh, of counter-programming, but it was The Phantom Menace and there was a Joyce Jimenez movie and they both did really well. Um, wow. <laughs> what Joyce Jimenez movie? Joyce Jimenez, Joel Lamangan. It wasn't a great movie, but... Was it Balahibong Pusa? Warat. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. The Phantom Warat Weekend. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah. So, um, yeah, Viva said, like, they killed it. Because I guess everybody didn't get to go into... Phantom Menace, who was above 18, just went to watch Warat. So, mm. brilliant. <laughs> but but in the world, yeah, no, I don't think... In fact, I think the the two, of course, the two did so well, right? In the box office, I think Barbie is 
I, uh, Oppenheimer, I know the opening weekend was like 90M, 80 plus M, right? 80, 80 plus, yeah. And then Barbie was 165. Like yeah. Um, it's straight, it's how, how crazy is it to think that these two probably wouldn't have done as well if it weren't for the trolling, right? So, I don't know, for some yeah. reason, Barbenheimer became a thing. And, yeah. <laughs> And I think what's different actually is I don't feel it's competitive. It's it's actually an event for film fans. But they're not mm-hmm. saying they're not pitting one against the other. It's like everyone wins because it's a great. Uh, I don't know. I don't cinema. know, Ramon. Vinny pit, pitted the two and says, and he said that Vinny, friend of the pod, bar, that Oppenheimer was the better movie of the weekend. <laughs> I don't feel uh, that no, way. But, no, but I mean, <laughs> you can have a better movie in terms of what you like better, but in terms of like, walang manunood ng isa lang, you know mm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're watching both. It, that's what I'm saying. So you're giving both films your money and that's why I think it, it was the fourth best uh, weekend ever in ever? the history. Ever? Wow. Yeah. And, and the other, th- the other three are Marvel well? movies. I don't know. The other three... The other two are Marvel movies, and then the third is Phantom. Uh, no, sorry, uh, Force Awakens. I I was listening to I think Big Picture today, and then they both they said that the last time a blockbuster opening weekend happened was Endgame. That's number one. Yeah. How do you think Sound of Freedom and Mi Seven are matching up? Like, I really feel like I I wish that they release Mi Seven after the whole uh, Oppenheimer Barbie opening would have had more legs maybe but am i did so well right also well it's doing less than expected and it's a and it's an expensive movie it's almost 300 then so parang in the parang, states Roman, the correct drop, me if i'm wrong but parang four day opening or the whole week was 80 million opening week i'm not for, exactly for sure of the, of the number pero it was uh, lower than they were projecting. Mm. And I think after the success of Fallout and certainly Maverick, uh, they, they, I think they thought they were basically bulletproof. They didn't fear Barbenheimer at all. And, and maybe, you know, the buzz should have given them a warning sign. But, and then I think on the blind side, then sila na my deal paling Oppenheimer with IMAX na they'll be exclusively Oppenheimer for that opening week. So they lost all their IMAX theaters, and in the states there was a sixty-five percent drop in the second week of Dead Reckoning. Mm-hmm. But worldwide, it's doing well. It's still, you know, a, a mission movie, and it's a good movie. So, but yeah, I mean, parang people. The consensus is like people. Paramount kind of screwed them on the release date. Here's hoping it has legs, and here's hoping Sound of Freedom doesn't have a distributor here. Does it? Will it have a distributor here? It probably will because it's faith-based and it's action and it's doing well in the States. <laughs> oh so my God, this is the Jim Caviezel. Yes. Yeah. The child trafficking. The QAnon. QAnon movie. Oh, sponsor. Yeah. Gala Night. There's your uh-huh. opening movie, Cinemalaya. Diba? Uh, the Sound of Freedom. Then there's a premium. Guess which one of us is Q. Quark <laughs> 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 and RS. Oh, my God. You can see that. Let's go. Let's plug it in. Go. It's a free screening. <laughs> come, come, on, come on down to, uh, to the PICC on July. On August, August 4th. August 4. 
for yeah. We talked about this last week, but I, I think it was closing film then, and now yeah. it's opening film. Yes, um, different date yung last episode. <laughs> it's so good they can't wait to screen which, it for everyone. And which open. sucks because it's the day I'm supposed to arrive. So, <laughs> right now, yeah, yeah. So it's and I'm I'm supposed to arrive like six fifty. They say that the screening six o'clock. Oh my um, gosh, quite just. Move it. I know. I mean, I'm I'm really hoping there's like cultural dances, which there usually is, right? Yeah, <laughs> cultural day of an and then opening speech, the speeches and cultural dance and. Oh. Uh, you know how crazy the delays are at the Philippine airports, right? I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, the last time I went to Singapore, there was an eight-hour delay, so oh, I was stuck in the airport. Are you flight more coming on four? Um. Uh, yeah, that that two two fifteen to six fifteen, I think. Oh my no, goodness! Which airline? Uh, pal. Shit. So yeah, the incense sticks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna um reschedule that. Sorry, were you all? Did you also see um here lies love? I did. I are you at the uh, liberty to talk about it or I is can, there an yeah. embargo? Okay. No, there's no there's no embargo. Yeah, it's um, out there. Yeah, it's uh well, you know, I mean this is the fourth time I've actually seen Here Lies Love. I watched it um in uh, the previous times in, in the public, uh in Joe's public. And I I, I like it. I quite like the the play. Um and you know, I, I still get emotional a bit. I mean, towards the end, because it's ano, um, spoiler-ish, but um, it becomes ends a revolution, and ano, but since you're supposed to be kind of like part of the crowd, basically that the theme is you're standing and you're being uh, herded around by oh. people with um, ano, and, and then the stage is moving. Um, so suddenly you're part of the it's a revolution. Um, and it's an, it ends on a really good note also, which is basically quotes from people who were at the revolution. Um, and then this time around, it was more um, emotional because before, the one who played Aurora Aquino, which is Nino's mom, still don't know why it's Aurora and not Cory, um, was a cast member, basically someone who was from the chorus. And then she just steps in and becomes like uh, a big... Uh, you know, a big character. But um, this one, it's Leah Salonga who plays uh, Aurora, you know. So suddenly, wow. and she does it so well. So parang, the emotion is ano, uh, tripled. <laughs> um, That's a very complex casting. That, that is very complex right casting. Right there. I mean... I the, think now you, I understand the backlash. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, like, it, and it's not just it's not just us. I mean, if you read the New York Times review, um, I think there was, um, was it the Daily Beast? And Monster posted another review. But they, they were like, this is kind of weird to be doing this at this time. And I, I do agree. Um, I mean, I think now that looking back, even stuff like The Kingmaker or Imelda, kind of like glorifying the character, right? Or glorify the Marcoses or romanticize them, whether they're pro or anti, right? So um I totally see what what why why there's so much backlash when people are against it. Um 
but on, on the flip side, in yeah, this is the first time uh, Filipinos dominate Broadway and in a big way, right? Every single cast member is Filipino. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the, I mean, this should be a proud moment, right? So, I don't know, I'm kind of torn myself. <laughs> um, I met uh, I I met David Byrne, yay! And wow. I told him, yeah, and I said, um, "Hey, I I was on the screen, uh, fuck you, in the middle of the play," and he's like, "Okay, good, that's what I want." <laughs> like, okay, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you know, a lot of people came to support. Ano talaga parang the place to be, and then see her. And then see Dante Basco, Gitonji, um, the mga who's who of film. Tia Carrera apparently was somewhere in there. Oh. Um, yeah. That was the Yeah. young Hollywood na Pinoy's na behind the scenes. And then sila. So, um, yeah. Parang, I don't know. And then, of course, like people like Bobby Garcia and Girl you. Rodis and a lot of, I know, uh, Pinoy's actually flew over. Philippine theater me. guys. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Is there a chance that that show would be brought here or India? No. You know, strangely enough, when I was at the public, I saw Bobby Garcia and Bobby Barrero. They were watching, and I, I think they had been watching it for a while. And I thought they were gonna try to bring it here, but I don't know why they never brought it here. And I honestly think to bring it here. Uh, now with almost an impossibility. Number one, you have the backlash. Number two, mm-hmm. also the Marcoses are also very against it, right? So yeah, I uh, thought people were against this this musical because it humanizes Imelda. It doesn't glorify. I mean, basically, it it shows na ano she turned a blind eye and she was like being very lavish and into American culture and going to Studio Fifty Four while people were being tortured and killed. But did I mean just? Just all the same, right? Parang may konting, uh, I'm just a poor and misunderstood girl from the club. And may may ganon. Pero, um, uh, then, yeah. May, Maria Antoinette. Uh, oh, exactly. Uh, so, yun. Except, so, except both parties do not like it. Da, no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, kaya nga medyo thorny, ano yan eh, diba? Risky mm. gamble yan kung ipasok nila eh. Yeah. I, I'd still like to see it with Leia. I mean, she's always such a force on stage. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, after. Mm. Exactly. In, in her dressing <laughs> uninvited. Uh, are, you, are you haunted by anything? Or? So, so apparently, they named drop G Tonji in the, no? yeah, the, the, the dressing room crashers. Yeah. G, G showed me an email. I thought some show this catch of fun. Yeah, showed me an email from the lady and she's like, I'm so sorry we name dropped you. I know we don't know you. We actually know your friend. Wow. <laughs> but we were just cornered. We were just cornered at that very moment and didn't know what to do. Love, Normalin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So we, this episode, guys, was supposed to be our Barbenheimer episode, but we have... Um, decided internally to separate Oppenheimer and Barbie, and well, also it's just too much awesome, yeah. <laughs> too much awesomeness in one yeah. episode, and it's too much. This is the Oppenheimer episode where we also force rank Christopher Nolan's top five films, maybe top 
or or all twelve. I don't know. It depends on Quark's complicated math on how to to rank these things. But yeah, some kind to of our... NBA magic. <laughs> By the way, I just really none of you watched Barbenheimer, right? None of you did that. I did no. it on separate um, days. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Technically, yeah, no. technically separate days, but within 15 hours of each other, basically. <laughs> no, I watched, it was the, it was Monday night, yung Barbie premiere. Ami premiere, and then, okay, yeah. And then like very premier, early premier Tuesday, yung ano, Oppenheimer. And I was lucky enough to, well, basta, it was an early screening na wala masyadong tao. So it was like 16 people lang in the entire IMAX. As a layperson without any invites, I decided to watch Barbie first on its opening opening day. It was freaking packed. We didn't pre- we didn't buy, and then I watched um, Oppenheimer on a normal Tuesday night at IMAX, six p.m. screening, just right after work. It Did was ya? packed. Yeah. So how's the screen? Is it clean? But no, they're still there. There's so oh many complaints gosh. now about the the four squares. I mean, yeah. the, like, there are 12, I think, across one row. What are they? People always ask me, what are they? I think it's mold, to be honest. Mold on the speaker, the ba? Because I, I assume those yeah. squares are the speakers. Yeah, so the, probably the speakers are behind the the screen. Correct. You're correct. And then it's, it's, uh, no. it's the front speakers, and then it's mold that has grown on it. So funnily mm. enough, there are some squares that parang pinunasan na, pero may residue pa rin ng black stuff. Yeah. And then some squares are still like black. Mm. <laughs> so, I guess they're slowly trying to scrape it without damaging the screen. I, do, I don't know. It's a thousand bucks a person in that cinema. Get yeah. it together, oh Ivia. Oh man, diba? To pay that much yeah. and then, oh no. Um, but but so you watched it IMAX also, Ramon, no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How how was that? How was that experience? I was trying to remember what was Endgame the last movie na beginning to end was full full screen IMAX. Probably oh. because Dune was empty when I saw it. And Dune wasn't full, ano eh, di ba? Hindi siya... Oh, you mean like like ano like beginning, beginning to end? Oh. Why is it end game beginning to end IMAX? I don't. Yeah, because the whole oh. film was ano eh, The whole film was uh was camera IMAX cameras. That was oh. their big. That was one of their big parang selling points eh, at the time. I was gonna say Tanit, but Tanit never did an IMAX run here. <laughs> mm. Was IMAX entirely? I'm not sure either. Eh. Wasn't Tanit IMAX? Shot in well, I'm, sure, I'm sure it had IMAX sequences, but I don't know if it was the entire film. So end to end, end to end, like see Oppie. Okay. Yeah, which is I think why they had that tie up na exclusive for one week uh, at least. All IMAX theaters around the world are only showing Oppenheimer. Can you flood me with a fun fact? Which was what was the first movie that ever screened on IMAX? Like not not the nature docs of of our youth. I don't know. It was Avatar, right? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. I think I I remember remember that book you recommended. Um, great book, uh, Big Picture. Uh, hmm. and then I I remember one of the chapters was about how IMAX, um, kind of because because the U.S. was resisting it, right? But people started going to theaters in China around the time they started. So, see, IMAX guy had a super close 
relationship with with China. Basically, he was almost operating out of China, um, uh, pretty much because uh, you know that's only when they were starting to build theaters. And then tamang tama when Avatar came out and did IMAX, parang primed and ready na in China for the full IMAX experience. Um, I'm, I'm I'm googling now. Apparently, it's a movie called did. Tiger Child. <laughs> No, but I just it just occurred uh, to me though. Um the first movie na shown in IMAX, diba? Was it Dark question? Knight? Yeah, yes. it Dark, yeah, Dark Knight yeah, yeah. was one year before Avatar One. Eh. Yeah. It says so, here the first film to employ I- Apollo thirteen? Am I reading this right? Or no, it was remastered. Oh uh, uh, yeah. makes mm-hmm. sense. That actually would be amazing in IMAX, that's true. <laughs> so what Dark Knight? I don't, that was the first I think yeah. I can remember big that's what movie I remember the, my yeah. first IMAX movie was Dark yeah, Knight <laughs> yeah like we went to an early MOA screening of that but also I think that's because IMAX had just come out in the Philippines that, that's, that's also, also uh, possibly true yeah. what was the first uh, IMAX theater was it MOA MOA yeah, yeah okay when we were kids when you go to the states to an IMAX theater it's all these yeah. nature docs right that's right, yeah. And then when did it change for us? I don't remember it, but it probably had to do with the tech, right? Because the reason it was always nature docs was they couldn't record sound because the camera was so loud. Mm, it was it was still right. film and it was super bulky. So all these nature docs, they're always just narrated, right? They're never doing live sound. Because <laughs> yeah. the, the camera's usually attached to like a helicopter or a truck. I remember because when I was a child, the first time I went to an IMAX theater was in a museum in, in the States. And then there was a, it was like a helicopter flying over like uh, a river and some forest. And then the camera sort of pans down and I felt like I was going to fall out of my seat. Mm-hmm. And that, that sort of vertigo happened to me. So, and then, yeah, so those, those early films were all just like uh, voiceover narration because the cameras were so bulky and so noisy. So I think once the tech... Once they figured out, and that was still a problem, eh, for even some of Dark Knight, but they parang put bafflers on the on the parang casing so that you know they could record sound while the thing was going. So yeah, and then eventually more and more improvements to the point na it wasn't digital, I think, anymore. By the time they were doing, uh, it wasn't film exclusively anymore. By the time they were doing things like Endgame, and then and then for Oppenheimer, the innovation was the uh, Kodak invented uh, black and white film for IMAX. Why uh, does Nolan like shooting in IMAX? And I know he said this many times in interviews, but it for him it it's supposed to be the crispest um, format to shoot in, right? I think so. That's part of it, but also I think just the sheer size of the of the screen is the most immersive thing for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I there was a reason he like mm. no, the, the the verticality. I know for this one in particular. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He really wanted the vertical because I mean the Which shocking thing. Screen. Yeah, the shocking thing about um, about Oppenheimer, it's uh, it's a talky device. I mean, uh, uh-huh. we we kind of expect that, but I think to a lot of audiences, especially those who are like super hyping up Barbenheimers, they probably thought it was <laughs> going to be a a big like Tenet-ish or in you know Inception Inception like yeah. spectacle, but no. It's not even oh. Dunkirk. So <laughs> it's Major Aaron Sorkin with JFK. It's JFK. Yeah. Pretty uh, much. Yeah. But I think uh I know especially the 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 test, the Trinity test. 
um, I think he really wanted it to be vertical. Mm. So yeah, yeah. So before we go into our our big not the no, not the nude scene. <laughs> well, on IMAX, it oh, was yeah. quite distracting. <laughs> isa pa yung isa pa yung record, di ba? First ever sex scene, sex scene filmed with IMAX cameras. Two and in one, two in one movie. Oh. And it's like Florence Pew Pew. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of you, Florence. That's a massive. That was a massive, massive teats. <laughs> Okay, I just want to give fast facts before you go into our deep dives, our spoiler okay. full deep dives now for Oppie. Um, budget is between 100 and 180 million. Box huh? office, as we discussed Kanina, I think worldwide is 209 as of date, 209 million. Um, third biggest opening of Nolan's career behind wow. the Batman sequels and Dunkirk. Mm. Wow. Didn't think Dunkirk made that much money, but it Grabe did. Siya, no? Ganun siya kalakas, no? That's yeah. That's a filmmaker. That's really crazy. And Oppie is the first movie that Nolan produced under Universal after his famous yeah. split with WB. And yeah, I was shocked. Barbie. That was the retaliation was mm-hmm. was to was to put Barbie across his you know his first non WB film, but that didn't you know it didn't, it sort of backfired because yeah. people went and watched both. But it seems like he's he's sore about it now because like uh, I read this New York Times. Uh, interview and then she, parang no comment. Yeah, she's I just want to say. I'm sure. I'm sure he's so happy. It's still a, it's still yeah, such it's still a, a petty move point. on WWE's. I know. Why is that yeah. weekend the Nolan weekend? Is there any religious or superstitious reason why? I is it always on ba? I don't know. Is it always it July. Is, and, it for it's like been Christopher Nolan's opening date, pretty much. Makana ni diwala siya sa feng shui din. And that's his like lucky, you know, uh, lucky date. I saw online, eh, but of course, hindi ko naman to finak check. Pero parang these were just like uh, tweets, you know, or X's. Na <laughs> apparently the budget of Barbie and Oppenheimer combined is less pa than Thor: Love and Thunder. Or the Flash, perhaps. Oh my God! Oh God! No, but I think the Flash. Well, probably yes. That's also true, you no? Know, because of the reshoots. But also, I think they made more in their weekend than than potentially the Flash did in its whole run. Parang combined. Wow, I'm still kind of shocked. So I finally saw the Flash. Sorry, that's an aside. I'm okay. shocked that it did that terribly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the movie. I enjoyed yeah. them and parts of it, and but yeah, I, I didn't expect it to to really flop that hard. But Crazy. shouldn't that be a takeaway from the Barbenheimer? debacle or the whole weekend that people are maybe tired of all these sequels and franchise films and yeah. legacy sequels and just want something new yeah like so the like, 50s here's, uh, 50s uh, decade uh, no, IP 50s biopics I know right I, I, you, Barbie's obviously a toy IP but first no but I mean it's, lang, it's like it's, it's the one good thing in WB's year yeah. They've, they've had flop after flop after flop. Like Shazam tanked. The Flash tanked. It wow. they, it looks like they're not even trying with Blue Beetle and they can't promote it because that's, uh, people are on strike. So that's already going to be a write-off. Right they canceled Bad Girl entirely. Aquaman then, is suffering through reshoots. Aqu- yeah, Aquaman is now very expensive oh, no. and has all the reshoots <laughs> also. So, yeah. Parang this is the only thing that's like 
not even like a good story. Let, leave it like, to a woman to clean up the mess. Yeah. Oh uh, my. <laughs> and you know what? Knowing WB, they will take the wrong lesson from of this. Of course. <laughs> how can you? Um, I'm not expecting Zasla to take any of the right lessons. More oh toy movies. That's the lesson for, for WB. Jesus Christ. It was, wasn't it telling though? I know, sorry. This is a movie pala. Another movie pala. But... Well, I mean, because we're talking about Barbie already, di ba? Pero, oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Si Nolan sa atin. This is supposed oh, to be okay. his episode. <laughs> we're in a race against the Nazis. And I know what it means. If the Nazis have a bomb. Okay, so how did, how did, how did y'all like uh, OP? You know, I did not expect the whole... JFK-ness of the of the third R. But the third R feels like almost they smuggled another movie into the film, into the movie. Yeah. So yeah. And then, and then that's, that's also so the black and white part, pa, diba? So because of the trailers, when you watch it, it feels like ano, parang, you know, there's like an assembly montage of like let's gather all the greatest minds of the United States. So it's a parang Avengers na pero nerds. And then, <laughs> so I was expecting that a kind of rallying sort of ano, sort of uh, jingoistic, you know, uh, American ingenuity in a time of need. And then and then later on, yung parang what have we done? <laughs> yung existentialism and, and then the guilt. What I didn't expect was that. It was going to be, of course, I should have expected it, but parang just because it's his first biopic and an adaptation pa of a book, I didn't expect him to do his usual non-linear thing. So, Surprise! Uh, That's diba? what he said. And but then, you're right, like, I was like, kind of, parang um, zoning out na. Because I thought malapit yung ending, and I'm like, wait, parang meron pa lang. <laughs> I think, for me, my initial... Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm surprised then na parang, oh, we're, we're coming up to the Trinity test na ito na. Pero I noticed na, wait, two hours pa lang ha? So parang there's one more hour of like, fo- litig- parang metaphorical fallout, di ba? Pero, and then, but I didn't expect it to be that uh, that JFK, JFK parang sequence nga. Pero it, it does provide us with like so many great scenes of actors, di ba? From arguably or not inarguably Downey Jr.'s best role post-MCU and then awesome turns also from Alden Ehrenreich and Emily Blunt and then, Jason Clark man yeah Jason Clark so Jason effective Clark. I want to fucking punch him but that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what you what he wants you to do so when that Emily Blunt scene comes yeah. it's like yeah <laughs> um, yeah I mean it's so it's it's one of his most artsy movies also in, in how it's edited all the mm-hmm. scenes where he's like parang visualizing what's happening um, and, the, and, and all those things that they shot practically uh, and, the, and the structure is like um, it's like a helix eh, diba? parang they're running the, the color which is subjective and then the black and white which is objective and then one is called fusion, the other one's called fission, and then they alternate, but they get tighter and tighter. So that was an interesting way of, mm. of raising the tension. 
but it's also still even for three hours it's so dense it's it's not it's it's fast paced mm. so it's never and it's really fast. boring mm-hmm. yeah it's fast so I'm like and I love also when ano eh, um, they're just talking science and then very heady concepts diba? not just in terms of physics but also like communism and then guilt obligation responsibility accountability but you don't have to actually grasp everything and it's sometimes hard too because diba, see Nolan still continues to not really care if you understand the dialogue or not I know pero, <laughs> pero when it's acted with such conviction you can just read the emotions on the characters faces diba? And, you, and you can kind of follow like what's happening who's got the power in this scene in this argument um, so that was fascinating but then for me lang it does sort of lose a little bit of the momentum after the trinity test yeah. because you're, you're, it's 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 hyped up so much and then when you get to the jfk sequences it, it becomes like sort of a sorkiny uh uh movie tama naman yung consequences of the of the fallout and trying to wrestle with the guilt but it's it's still like a a, a huge chunk of time na you have to you have to kind of temper your, you have to sort of stop yourself from wondering when does this end when are we gonna get to the part na he's gonna stare into the camera and then what have I done <laughs> but although that doesn't happen I'm not I'm not spoiling it for anybody he doesn't have to talk to say that no man mm, yeah, just yeah. stare straight or into the cam <laughs> or say the I am death line <laughs> which, which does turn up right? twice <laughs> Oh, Watchmen. Uh, apparently, it's a no. Apparently, it's a bit. It's a bit controversial. Some people are. Some Indians are uh, somewhat offended of how it came up. Oh, Shambra. Oh. I mean, oh. I was shocked too. Oh. Because of the Sanskrit. What? Oh. Well, it's because in the it's middle of the voice. It's pre-com, but he just broke <laughs> off. Oh, and that's a, and that's a holy text, right? It's uh, it's the Bhagavad Gita. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, shit. There was a joke there, but no, Wagna. Wagna, let's not go there. It's not my joke, but yeah. I don't think Nolan has made a movie I've hated at all. I mean, I, I, still, I still am going to defend Tenet till the end of time. So I really did enjoy <laughs> that great. movie. Yeah, but everyone's yeah. saying it's the worst Nolan. I don't think Nolan huh? has made a, a bad film. Over insomnia? People put insomnia in the mid-tier of, of, of Nolan films, which I don't well, understand. Well, ano, a friend of the pod and a member of the Facebook group cause shockingly put insomnia at the top, right? And a lot of critics, <laughs> including Sean Fennessy, will put insomnia top three, for sure. Wow. And I'm not, saying, yeah. know, I'm not even they saying. I'm not even saying. They love I mean, there, there's an insomnia hive. It's insomnia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a Babylon. They haven't seen the. They haven't seen the Swedish version. Is it Swedish? Well, when after, after the screening, yeah. I was like, usually, because when it's a Nolan film, you're like, I loved it. But this one, mm. I really had to really take yeah. the time and really think about what my feelings are for this film because the first two acts were amazing. The biopic part, the the part yeah. where they, how do you build a bomb? And then the part where it's, let's build a bomb. And then after, when it's the fallout now, when it's the whole Oliver Stone, JFK, men talking in rooms, it kind of... <laughs> you know, I have you guys keep mentioning JFK. I've not I, seen JFK. Well, really? Wow. JFK. wow. <laughs> Guess what, Guard? It's on Prime. Yeah, well, is it on okay, Prime? Okay, I'm going to watch JFK. Yeah. 
Well, last I saw. Honestly, that's my, yeah. I'm ashamed to admit this, but that's my favorite Oliver Stone of Why? all time. I'm Why not surprised because yeah. I'm not an Oliver Stone fan. So I'm ashamed yeah. because people, well, it's not factual. Of course, it's sensationalized. Yeah. Um, narratively, yeah. there's, there's problems still, with it. It's still entertaining as hell. It's so entertaining. And you'll really go through the, the whole wormhole or black hole of conspiracy theories. With JFK mm. in it. Okay, so so what was your your problem with the third act besides the men talking JFK, and then I just can't believe that you're going to end a film about the quote unquote the greatest man in history with a trial or a small trial about security access and yeah, and but Strauss. ultimately, Shempre, that's not what it actually is. That's just plot, right? But what it, it actually plot, is about but is why didn't they just end the film with Trinity and then the fallout from Trinity and not include this whole bureaucratic process. Because that's the part where they tried to wash themselves of him. Parang it's 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 the government betraying him, not just Strauss. So parang they built him up when they needed the myth, and then when they had the and then when they needed to parang dismantle that to have a scapegoat. Then, yeah, to have a scapegoat. Then they did it. So parang it's not for you, it's for them. Yeah, so I just I he, just he was felt like preparing was him for the for the for the trap. It was just a lot of fat to be trimmed for me. I, I see both your points actually. I, I felt the same way in Mejo. Which I think both of you and I gave it like four stars. But yes. I'm still thinking about the film and I still might I'm still thinking about change my mind and I'm I'm probably gonna watch it again when I get to Manila. Um but yeah, parang it's like huh, security access, and and then suddenly biglang may ano eh, ba? Like uh, as may we'll get to this later when we do the spoiler. But uh, a person who didn't seem that important is suddenly like super important. Are you talking about Rami Malik, and, who I hate? So no, much. no, not not Rami Malik. Basically, the the one who's revealed to be like suddenly may parang secret villain yung film. Then like what? Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, but again, to to Ramon's point, naman, parang the more important than that, the secret twist and the secret villain, is more how quick they were to betray. I just like, didn't mm, think it needed so, an hour of yeah, that. Uh, agree ako dyan, na parang it's a little too long, and I, I found myself wondering at what point does this end? Diba? Because mm. parang you, you can't really beat the same. Horse, I don't know, but but parang I think I felt like the point had been made na na you're being betrayed by your government, parang ganon. And then I think there was a problem with ano eh, maybe it's a failing of Nolan na I felt like he he needed to add pa a certain villainous twist to the arc of Strauss yeah. when I didn't really need that, parang ganon. So yeah. you, you can read wiki it. Uh, <laughs> Pero interesting uh, yung ano, gusto ko yung Oh wait, yung, I guess we should have done that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Scarlet come in. Spoiler alert. Don't listen if you haven't seen the movie. I I think what you were saying earlier about like your feelings at the end of the movie, it's not like an immediate wow, great or like uh you know, oh, I don't know about this and that. It was more like, oh shit, we're all going to die, no. Grave, <laughs> no. I mean, a weird that, that's the weirdest Justification I've ever heard of ano, na parang people need to know what it's like so they won't do it. They are like that is idiotic and naive, <laughs> Mister Oppenheimer. But didn't you think, wonder, didn't even, you think the character was just very free flowing? I mean, the movie itself I felt was 
the most carefree film of Nolan. Does that make sense? It felt like I'm a bit. It's the editing was so free flowing. It just flowed into the, all the scenes. Just flowed seamlessly for me, mm. and not like before in the other Nolan films where there there were beats right in every scene. This one is like yeah. one big musical or one note in in combined. Yeah, parang kailangan din ng Flor de la Cour ano ano um, uh, disclaimer na don't don't try to understand it, just feel it. Uh. <laughs> yes, because as a high schooler, I hated physics and I hated philosophy and I hated theology and anything that makes you think because I'm such a practical person and every all the theories just flew over my head and it's okay guys if yeah, you're if you don't understand you. it it's fine but yung montage no i was so yeah. impressed but i mean you kind of need it for a 3 hours and, and masterful and like the best montages like oh, I, be, I think yeah there were, there are three i think central montages right like like the building of the manhattan project which is like wow as it happens and then mm-hmm. biglang ano ano the the bomb <laughs> when they're making the the at atom bomb na talaga and then the post rami malik ano yeah. the truth is revealed mm. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i mean to be fair i know you hate rami malik he was used sparse sparsely sparsingly i don't know um and you know parang at least he did have his moment so diba? yeah. parang you kind of get the best of both worlds where it's not too much rami malik but my use din naman pala si rami malik but still thought, overacted his five minutes on on screen jesus christ <laughs> He only had three. He only had three, five minutes to save the world. Sabi nga ni, sabi nga ni Justin. J. Robert. Oh, de ba so? Parang pero high up din de ba yung parang if you think about that casting, there's three best actor Oscar winners who yeah. have bit parts. Ganon ganon siya ka heavy. Na parang mm. oh oh no, Lance, you gotta work with you. Did they even credit ano? Um, Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah, nasa credits naman. <laughs> did, did Gary Pero, Oldman's appearance take you guys out of the film? Uh, not really. Once yeah. I've seen I've seen him as Churchill na eh, so. That's true. But I only realized it kasi diba parang you kind of see him from behind and then he kind of like mm. talks and then, and then later on yung, oh, <laughs> uh, when, he, when he's like a close-up of him. So yeah, it kind of did surprise me, but. I know um, he's in the end credits, but he he wasn't in any of the like I think I don't think he was like in the promo. Wala wala yeah. wala. Uh, Surprise! Yeah. The most Even random. Casey Affleck, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Casey Affleck, yung yung voices, yung parang putang ina uh, si Casey Affleck. Because uh, his voice does come before, right? And they they show his back. Uh-huh. And, strangely Hello? enough, the the what? celebrity appearance that kind of like threw me off because only because he hasn't. I haven't seen him on cam in a while and suddenly he's like, oh my God, ganito na pala yung jura niya is David Crumholtz, right? I knew right? it! That's his name. Uh, <laughs> but he was so good. In, in something, but, but, uh, but he's so good, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, wasn't he ganito na pala yung jura ni David Crumholtz? Oh. I didn't expect <laughs> him to be that old looking. Or is yeah. that makeup already or prosthetics? I think there's some prosthetics. I don't think he's that fat, pero... <laughs> okay, because I'm shocked. But he's sort of, yeah. And the most what? random pala talaga si ano, Josh Hartnett. Like, who still wow, looks great. What Josh, he's, but but he's so good in this one. Yeah. Parang, parang this, this one and then his role in Ruse de Guerre. That's, Which apparently is good. No, it's not. Pero oh. he's good in it. <laughs> and then... 
Um, yeah, so those were actually my surprises. Was Benny Safdie, see si Josh Hartnett, and Crumholtz. Everyone else you expect to be good is good. You know, I mean, they're cast <laughs> for a reason. Although the the person, the people that I did not expect na napaha was like it has both Josh Peck and uh, Michael Angelano, who parang Does Michael Angelano, yung boyfriend ni uh, Juno Temple. And then uh, he was uh, the no see young William in almost famous. So see oh. eleven. That was um. See baby face guy. But That's for him. like mid two thousands, but they were they were always up against each other for like the same roles. So it's like oh Nolan actually got both of them for this. <laughs> that was <laughs> uh, no the other person. Uh, I was so happy to see was Olivia Thirlby, and I was like oh, oh my god. I really, you know, I gasped. But yeah. I, I, I was beside Cousin Ryan, who knew oh. I was obsessed with Olivia Thurlby. I'm like, is that Olivia Thurlby? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, please don't just be one. The one rose. Later, ah, thank God. Yeah. The one female in the team. <laughs> Para lang tumas yung Bechdel rating, but wala pa rin. Oh. And see, no, no. See, I medyo, well... For some weird reason, every time I see Benny Safdie, I always think like he he really looks like a human blow up doll in a weird way. <laughs> a very oily <laughs> human blow yeah. up doll. And then I don't know his acting here was I don't know if it's just because it's Benny Safdie trying to I don't what what was it a German accent or I don't know like, for me it, for me it felt like I know like a young Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> anybody want a peanut? <laughs> yeah. But he's he's uh he's been having a good year. He he also did um Are You There God? It's me Margaret. And he played yeah, a really chaka... good dad in the film. And he's in the show of another He's in the show with um Nathan Fielder. I think they have an HBO show coming up. Wow, is he wow, I guess he's not gonna be directing yeah. anytime soon. Yeah. Sinilts boring nga parang takin ang liit ng role nito ni oh, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh with yet another <laughs> na, accent. Naghanap lang ng ano si si Nolan parang iyayay ka. Where is Michael Caine by the way? That's the Did he uh, retire? Semi, Why is he not in kind of He's kind of semi-retired but also not ano eh parang not in good health ata. Oh. Parang mahina na siya so Sino Even sa Dunkirk, di ba, he was like, ano na lang, voice. Tapos, Uh-oh. may mga conspiracy theories. Di ba, he's in Tenet. But one of the last lines is like, uh, almost a goodbye. Parang he says farewell and thank you. Parang okay, that's gonna... it. I'm gonna rewatch Tenet. But, uh, who else is missing from the Nolan company players? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Baka busy siya. Well, speaking of the Nolan company players, how did we find uh, Mr. Usually in the Background company or a second fiddle <laughs> a second fiddle company player but now front and center the star uh, of Oppenheimer how, how did you all like Mr. Killian Murphy's performance have you seen Cheat photos for of life. wow have you seen <laughs> photos of Oppenheimer yes he's so skinny and the cheekbones no? are crazy he lost weight uh, but I didn't I thought this was Killian's regular weight but he apparently Decided to lose weight because Oppenheimer was so skinny and striking in real life. Galing. But I mean, but he did I, really I well. He was no? fantastic. He was so yeah, good. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he doesn't have a no, he doesn't really have like Oscar clip scenes. Oh, Oscar you know moment, I mean? yeah. Oh, oh. oh, so I'm like, damn, it's really just inhabiting the character or being the character lang. So yeah, yeah I, I was so happy that he but got he, this. He's in the movie shot. 99% of the time, except for the third arc. Um, no, no, no. He like even <laughs> in the testimonies of the other characters against him, he's oh. by the couch. Yeah, yeah, but there. like like the hearing of Strauss, the black oh, and white true. parts. Yeah, um, during the no, yeah, during the testimonies, he's having sex with the no in front of everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the highlight the of Quark's letterbox my, review for this film is the sex scene. He's having sex with Florence Pugh, no? right? Like she's <laughs> look, looking straight in the eye of Emily Blunt while all the old men watch her mm-hmm. <laughs> gyrate. I don't know, um, but. Yeah, I he it kind of dominates this film, and I, of course I feel like he's gonna get the best actor for this. What do you guys oh, think? Oh come on, right? the shoe in absolutely. Yeah, Galang. But do you think it will get nominated for writing? Adapted screenplay, so. yes. Because uh, Dunkirk already did anyway, right? <laughs> no, I forget I'm if not, Dunkirk got nominated. Remember. But it, mm-hmm. I don't think they're one to shut out i mean sometimes they do shut the the writer awards um shut out certain director writer directors right but i don't think Nolan is one of them ludwig goranson is you know yeah. career high mandalorian is ludwig. yeah mandalorian although not the uh, recent season the, the first parang, one the one he won the for. first the first two ata were his and then the third one parang iba na yung composer oh. using his themes parang oh he did oh, which was also a highlight of the film. Oh, and, okay. and, yeah, the, his score there was great. Vacanda Forever. Yon, is his. The Bla- Black Panther movies is mm. also where I remember him shining. And he won the Oscar, didn't he? Mm-hmm. For BP? I think so. For Black Panther. Yeah. I think I so. Yeah. Yeah. Hoyt, Hoyt Van Hoytema. Hoyt. 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 MVP yeah. ko for the film. Si Hoyt and Van Hoytema. Oh. Ako si, ano, si editor. Uh, what's her Jennifer name? Lane. Um, Jennifer Lane. Who yeah, is a Gerwig editor, actually, right? Really? I mean, not, 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 I'm, I'm not sure if she did Gerwig's films, but I know she did Francis Ha. So I'm but like, you know what's what? funny is, you know what she was editing before, you know, um, before this one? She was, edi- she was editing Wakanda Forever. So, yung both Ludwig and, and Jennifer Lim were like, Sandali lang Nola na, nasa Wakanda pa kami. But it really, I, I felt like, I felt her hand on the film because I really yeah. nah, felt nah, the oh, yeah. film was more languid and more lyrical versus the heavy-handedness of the usual um, Nolan set pieces, the It's all just cut together. This one really no, think, flowed so well. I think that ever since she's been working with Nolan, nag-iba yung, ano niya, like, kita yung uh, influence, I guess. Yeah, she did Francis Ha and Mrs. America. <laughs> Ayun. And then and, and De Palma. So she was a bombback. Bombback. Oh. Yeah. Until marriage story. And then Tenet, ano na siya. Nolan girl. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. So. No comment on Matt Damon. He's great, as always. As always. Uh, ever reliable. Apparently, see, Matt Damon was on an acting break. Um, but on his exceptions, on his list of exceptions was Christopher <laughs> Nolan. So when he got the call, he's like, damn it. Oh, I gotta do this. 
Yeah, it's lovely seeing such a great cast like working together, no? Parang, and also, you know, I mean, we whether or not you liked science, I did not, despite being named after a subatomic particle. But <laughs> parang, diba, parang medyo kilig pa rin, oh, si Heisenberg at si Niels Bohr at si... I don't know, Taylor. <laughs> oh, they were. So, yeah. And then you can see, I mean, honestly, like, you can also see the influence of Twin Peaks episode 8 on mm. this mode, right? <laughs> yeah. So, Especially with, with how the, slow things are, and how it, parang, yeah. it's, it's almost specterish, eh, right? It hangs over all the proceedings. And if, if you're, like, an educated person, you know naman what happens and how the yeah. bomb is used. But... But yeah, like there are things like I didn't know Heisenberg uh, worked for the Nazis. So I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> so parang, there are things like that. And then, of course, there's the shout out to JFK. Oh, nga, na parang wink, wink. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We didn't need that, really. Parang a little hero worship. A little fan service for the uh-huh. JFK fans over there. <laughs> One of the things I remember also, like, first of all, it was so nice because I never had that experience where it's like basically like, two dozen people lang in a, in an empty IMAX theater. So we could really like hear everything. But one of the things that occurred to me while watching was like, man, this is gonna destroy some home theater speakers. Yeah, fuck. Especially <laughs> in the know? Trinity and the the town hall. Jeez. Yeah, there are sequences of utter silence. And then, bah! So para, oh man, some, some speakers need to be calibrated for this. Um, but the other thing is I wanted to mention one of the so it's just one shot but a very haunting to me is the the sort of flashback of of uh, Florence Pugh's character's suicide mm. uh, and then there's one shot do you remember na may black gloved hands allegedly the FBI drowned her Oh, so ang ganda uh-huh. na parang super quick moment lang pero I was like damn and it's not in the text at all because all he's reading is the suicide letter. Uh, so so it's this really nice parang, uh, example of like what is being heard over in the voiceover letter is not what you're seeing. So and it's such a quick glimpse lang na, you know, because of course they have no I don't think they have any proof naman that they can really say. Mm. But uh ang galing, ang compelling ng, ng detail na yun. How did you guys find um Emily Blunt's character? Because I, I felt that that was also one of the major flaws of the film how they portrayed her up until her i know rebuttal of i know terminator what's his name jason, <laughs> jason clark, clark. Jason clark. I, mean, that I like I, I liked i liked that you know i like that part but yeah, but yeah and and for the most part parang i thought the first part she was claire i know claire foy parang, oh, so yeah she's claire foy they're I mean, trying to not make her the typical science wife yeah great man wife at ang solid kasi ni Florence eh. like she her her presence is so ano overwhelming right so it I I, I honestly knowing Emily Blood and how good Emily Blood is um I think it's a giant to kind of like let her be more dull more um yeah more uh, wifey than than Florence Pugh but um ano naman effective but definitely not one of the stronger performances of the movie. Right? Mm, agree. Ramon, mm. I, I think you, I feel like you're going to counter. Uh, I'm not sure if, if it's faithful to the character. 
Uh, to the person, di ba? No, because I was reading about her life and she's, she, she's um, accomplished mm-hmm. on her own except that she was an alcoholic. <laughs> Yeah, and that they, they do include that, di ba? Na parang medyo uh, may pagka-absentee mother siya minsan. Yeah. Because of the alcoholism. And then well, apparently the brother, ano, di ba? Became like, uh, eventually led a high school class to like winning the the science fair. The national science fair. Which would be a great spin-off actually. Oh, nakatawa. <laughs> Oppenheimer, tapos in parentheses, Frank. <laughs> Mark, do you know that Chris Ryan says that um, Oppie is also is actually Nolan's cautionary tale for for the evil of comic book adaptations that he brought upon modern cinema. Yeah, I read. I, I think I heard that. I think I heard also na parang ano niya, uh, It's about Zaslav. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. It, might, it might be the same thing where, where ano nga, diba? Tapos si, si Iron Man pa yung villain. Eh, diba? Oh, si Iron but, <laughs> but basically, he unleashed uh, the the superhero uh, trend um, and uh, unknowingly destroyed done? cinema. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that whole Zaslav thing and parang people who really don't understand the power of this like are just trying to I don't know, ruin him. And other readings, I mean, definitely there's also the, which I think is also Tenet-ish, the, 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 the creative mind, uh, I know, um, misunderstood and, and the process of filmmaking. I mean, there's so many readings of the film, but I, mm-hmm. but I really think it's what it is, right? Which is this, um, the atomic age and what, Nolan says is the uh, a biopic about the most important figure who ever lived. So. Do you guys think that Oppie is the most important figure that ever lived, ever walked this earth? Jesus, but in Jesus. Team Jesus. Team Jesus. Oh my gosh. Grabe, opus dito iso. Um, so I've been reading that Downey is the sure shoe-in for an Oscar win. Mm. Wow. Any thoughts there? Ako, I still yeah. feel like... Rami uh, Malek. I'm sure he'll get nominated, but there's still so many of the fall films yeah. that haven't come out for them well, to say it's a shoe-in. They're banking on the, the, you know, he's due an Oscar, long, illustrious career... Blah blah blah, mm-hmm. but I, I want wait for the Venice Festival. I, I still want Gosling, and he's too. saying, "Ano, de ba? Parang this is a reset. May may ganon siyang kaantay." Oh, mm. oh. grabe yung ano? Oh, yung press tour niya. Na parang this is the most accomplished, the most important film in my uh, filmography. Like, what? But isn't that also why you hire Downey because of the press that he brings to the yeah. press tour? I mean, he's such a highlight. Uh, he knows true. how to market if, if, a film. If it works for Doolittle. Ah, hindi pala. Um, <laughs> Uy, kumita si Doolittle, ah. Hindi, ang mahal nun. Hindi, ito sa Big Mom. Kasi walang ano eh. And he produced it. Walang sequel eh. No, I was thinking of Sherlock Holmes. Of Holmes. Uh-oh. They're trying to make a third. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that Downey resurrects Perry Mason kasi bitin yung season 2. Thank you, sir. Why, is, he in, is he in the show? He's a so producer. It's, it's their company. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, are uh, anything else on uh, Oppenheimer before we 
get to the fun part. <laughs> the, the party. Fun part. The fun part <laughs> where we rank Christopher Nolan's wow, 12 films. That's that's kind of shocking. But but can I ask you guys, uh, where does he um lie in your pantheon of great directors? Is he in the upper tier? Definitely one of the most important directors working today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I think it was after Inception. I remember I had this conversation with, with Erwin, who I watched Oppenheimer with. And then... Did he like it? Uh, or did he hate it? Yeah, yeah. I think he liked <laughs> it, yeah. Pero, but we had this conversation parang, at the time no, of Inception... Nolan felt like the closest to Kubrick since Kubrick. Mm, na, makes na parang sense. Yung, yung exactitude, yung attention to detail, yung fascination with structure, uh, a certain coldness mm-hmm. uh, emotionally, and also the fact na he's very much still a mainstream filmmaker, pero instead of chasing the audience, the audience is the one who actually has to kind of adapt to him instead of the other way around. Mm. So, yeah, definitely upper tier. But because mm. of a certain um, intellectual uh, rigor, maybe, na that might be part of the emotional coldness, might not be your absolute favorite. But definitely, like, I know, like, I have a, a bunch of his movies in my home video, you know, collection. You yeah, quite. but I feel I feel like I um <laughs> like I underestimate him, but I also overestimate him. Parang um because like like um looking at Oppenheimer especially, about like you and I gave it a four, but I I think it's because around the time of Interstellar, parang I was ano eh, off the mind na when Interstellar came out, I was like this man can do no wrong. He's uh, and. and <laughs> He's like the Spielberg of this cynical age, <laughs> and which in in many ways he is. But like the the fact that the the people just came in droves to watch this three hour talkie just shows how powerful he is as a director. Mm-hmm. So I guess in many ways, parang din si Spielberg, that that name brand. Um, except yeah, it's a lot more cynical and cold than Spielberg ever was. Um, but yeah, which is I guess mas bagay to the times, but. Um, I think after thinking about Interstellar for a while, I was like, maybe I don't really love Interstellar that much. And then I kind of like, and then Dunkirk, I think, came out, which I fell asleep in. So <laughs> wow. uh, I know I should really watch Dunkirk. Um, and then and then Tenet came out. So it kind of like dropped. So he never really made it to like the top. And so I guess in that sense, he's kind of like a Wes Anderson for me because I Wes Anderson has films that are, I guess I had three or four films that have been number one for me of that year. But mm. he's not like in my top, not my, maybe not even in my top 10 favorite directors, right? Which Nolan also kind of like Batman Begins, was, as you know, like my favorite movie of that year. And maybe The Dark Knight also and Insomnia was the top three. But for some weird reason, he hasn't, he's not like someone I super obsess over. But yeah, yeah. yeah. so parang ganun. I, mean, I will always look forward to to a Nolan film. It, there's just something about him that it, that is just irresistible to watch mm-hmm. on the big screen. Like I'll never, unless I'm forced to, like like I can't, I don't have a choice. I'll never 
not watch a Nolan film at the cinema. It's such yeah. an event for me. But there's MCU, there's DCEU, and there's also the Nolan movie experience. He's such a film purist also. Eh? So, mm. and, he's, and he's really very uh, cognizant of the theatrical experience, which is why I think he really champions these formats like IMAX and film and, and wanting things to be in the theater. I think even that's why, for in some way, and I can't fathom, but even his sound mixing is, I think, designed that way. But yeah, I mean, there's few people who really love the medium for storytelling and you'll always appreciate uh, the craft and the way he thinks about it. And it's always, you know, uh, even the fact that almost all the films are non-linear, um, except for, you know, the, the, the capes stuff and then insomnia, I guess. But yeah, there's, it's just, tama yung whole cinema quote-unquote quality, oh. mm-hmm. It's like It's like Ridley Scott also for me na even if I, even if there are films of his that I don't like, this is definitely one of those people who has an eye for the moving image and you always want to appreciate that in as big a screen as you can. Yeah, no. Parang, and, and he has a, got this like enigmatic, ano talaga, diba? I, I think I told you before that I knew, I met one of his classmates in high school and uh, apparently all he did was watch Blade Runner and listen to David <laughs> Bowie and like if you, and it was boarding school and if you tried to change the channel, he'd beat you up. Wow. But, <laughs> Pero, uh, ano yung, re- yung isang recent factoid na ngayon ko lang nalaman in this, in this press uh, promotional tour Meron pala silang fugitive brother. What? You tweeted that, Ramon. I was yeah, surprised. No, because I found out online lang. Na. And then apparently that fugitive's brother's code name is Oppenheimer. Oh, shit. So that might have been like the first time na he got very interested in it, in the in the person lang, diba? So ang fascinating lang na, diba? Of course his brother What did the brother Nolan. do? I don't know him. I don't My think he killed someone. Ata, eh. Did he murder someone? Parang eh. Pero wow. hindi, ko na, hindi ko na re-research further. I was just like blown away na. Like, oh, yeah. hmm, parang maybe I should rewatch his films with this new information. <laughs> so he's, yeah. done, he's done 12 films. 12 surprisingly. Films. I thought it was 9. But when yeah. I went through the filmography, it's 12. Wow. Yeah. 12 mm. and I'm not bad. I think one about 20 years. 20 year career? I know, 1999 yung following. And I think, no, but yeah, Memento, the breakthrough was, I think, what was that? 2002? Something mm. like that. Mm-hmm. The breakthrough. So, yeah, yeah the, the big, the big enough. Um, um, also, that's yeah. one of the things you and Nolan have in common, Quark. What? Th- 2002? <laughs> uh, slam dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah, yeah. Slam Dance or is it no, following? Following. Uh, following? Following, yeah. Both following. both Following and Tiny Furniture, Lena Dunham's debut, were Slam Dance premieres. And they're both in the Criterion oh, Collection. Shit. All right. All right. And, uh, what's and our, what's movie our ranking? What's our ranking? <laughs> okay. So, no, no. The, like, uh, I, I asked everyone to give their rankings and... Uh, we haven't shared it with each other, so um, the the math behind this is the lowest gets the lo- the lowest ranked uh, gets the lowest <laughs> number, and then 
the highest rank gets 12 points, basically. So um, Ramon gave the five. Um, and so I think from from six to 12, like these, these are not super... Um, like they don't really have Ramon's vote, yeah. yeah. So Ramon, feel free to kind of like, I know, um, mix things up, veto shit. Um, so from twelve to nine, basically, we have four films that are tied at <laughs> five points each, <laughs> um, and those films are well. We talked about following. Following is one of them. Uh, Tenet is one of them. Uh, Insomnia and then Dark Knight Rises. Cool. So, what should be number twelve? Okay, my <laughs> I think Mel's. My uh, mine was Dark Knight. Mine, mine was Rises. Insomnia. Mine was Insomnia. <clears throat> okay. Um, what do you What do you dislike more between those two? <laughs> oh, ah, yeah. well, I guess Insomnia. Okay. But I mean, with the with the caveat na. I like all the films. I don't. Uh, there's none that I actively dislike. Yeah, they're all. That's they're my all stamp good. too. Yeah, yeah, they're all good to amazing. But Insomnia is the, is perhaps the most uh, normal. <laughs> the least. Yeah. The okay, least I'll experimental. Agree. I'll agree with Ramon. I'll agree the with most Ramon. mainstream. It's also a remake. Right? Yeah. Of, of, uh, a Swedish film of the Eric Skjöldberg. Um, Skjöldberg. Which was, of course, ano, also much more, ano, uh, much superior to yeah. to this uh, insomnia. Um, I think what it has going against it is major OA. You should it's height of Al Pacino ka OA and haminess, and then also it's like oh, uh, people are tired of uh, Robin Williams being uh, good, psycho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, medyo ano nga, parang... Oh, ang song niya was 2002 pala. Okay, so... Um, yeah, parang... Not... Yeah, not... It was good, but not nothing to write yeah. home about. Definitely so, in this pile, it's the least yeah. shiny. Okay. So, now okay. that Ramon put it that way, I, I agree. Okay, so... You have 12, Insomnia. Um, and then, so we have... Rises, following, uh, Tenet. Tenet. Mel, your I'm, number eleven was. Oh, go go. I'm willing to say following is eleven. Eleven. Mine was following. following. Yeah. Okay, following the. Which uh, I saw in yeah. Cinemanella back in the day. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say. Uh, I have a memory of seeing it in a theater. Yeah, here. I think did we all so, watch the same screening? Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Tapos <laughs> joke. <laughs> Um, and then we have Tene. I think so. Tenet, Tenet, kaba. I ten, guess my no? ten was Tenet. Tenet, okay. And so, what do you like more, Ramon? Tenet or Dark Knight Rises? Baka Rises, oh. Ah, no, Baka Rises, no, like, ten ko. You like more, rises ang, so yeah. So you like Tenet, Tenet more. Tenet, yeah, just a, a little yeah. bit more than you know. Okay, Dark Knight Rises, yes, another good film. I think. But just not as good as the first two. Sayang. Yeah. But, um, and also overlong. Yeah. But I to, really loved the way it ended. <laughs> Except yeah, that's true. Yeah. Pero mm. it is it is para when you if you rewatched it, 
after that first one it's mm-hmm. it's kind of uh amazing that there's basically one hour na walang batman <laughs> wala ba yeah kasi yeah. Is back is broken yeah oh, oh yeah so ang tagal tapos pero it's it's fascinating kasi they actually do a one hour na walang batman and then in the timeline of the story months pass Yeah. <laughs> the Gotham is just under the control of Bane. Mm. And 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 you know, oh. they're under siege from the American government. Anyways, yeah. And even the first fight, no, the first one is like Bane, this long action scene with just Bane, mm. and then you have like uh the, the weakest link being, you know, Anne Hathaway as uh as Batgirl. <laughs> so yeah, Siam, but no, it's still, 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 I still, I want to watch it again. Actually, not. I was born in the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I am the of Shadows. Guys, <laughs> please listen to our Batman episodes, which are fun and full of Bane impressions. <laughs> uh, Tenet is number nine. Tenet, okay. Um, you mentioned uh, earlier, Mel, that he is one of the rare filmmakers where. You were, Where you watch it affects your feelings towards it, and I'm I'm guessing, yeah, Tenet is so low on my list, which is I think, eleven on on my list, and probably because I didn't see it in the theater, honestly. No one saw uh, it in a theater. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the states they did, you know. But not here, damn it! Yeah. Justice for Tenet. So yeah, they should. Furthest. They should be in there. But now it's kind of got gotten like this weird <laughs> cult status, right? Like. Um, like Patrick Williams, yeah, Patrick. Wi- no, <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Williams did an excellent um, video essay on Tenet, where it's like uh, vibes movies, like uh, Miami Vice, basically. It's, it's an absolute yeah. vibes movie. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I think Ramon you tweeted also that there's now like cult screenings where people laugh every time uh John David Washington uh, identifies himself as the protagonist. The protagonist. <laughs> Whatever happened to him, he was the prince that was promised, but There's a really good movie. I saw I saw a trailer in the when I watched Oppenheimer that looked really good actually. You um, know, the creator. Yeah. The oh, new guy yeah, yeah, is that coming out. Garrett okay. Davis. Oh, grabe no. Para Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> Chaka yung isang yan on Netflix. Anyway, okay, number eight. Okay, so we have um, nine. So eight, eight is Memento. Unless, I'm shocked. Unless... Compared to what's left. Yeah. Eh, what's left? Magaganda uh, na yung yeah. magaganda na talaga yung natitira. Memento is in... so high up on my list. Only seven because you in... don't forget your first. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah. it's, it's such a great breakthrough film. Yeah. yeah. Pero, pero also, once you know the trick, how compelling is the plot still? So parang it's one of those things that the style and the substance really have to be intertwined for that experience. But it's not as rewatch value as I remember it being. I agree with Ramon, actually. Like, I, I mean, even when I first saw Memento, I was like, oh, okay, this, it's not like, I know, um, Darren Aronofsky. Or, well, no, Pine was not. No. But, but a lot of the, the <laughs> these breakthrough films by filmmakers, the parang oh my god what a what a great new voice I didn't feel that in Memento I thought it was a good movie but um, parang I think he proved himself much later with with another movie we'll mention but um, <laughs> oh man Hola. No, I, I fell in love with Memento like hook, line, and sinker when oh. I saw it that's um, fair but yeah. it still can't kind of topple the ones above this though, anyway parang. 
Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, uh, number seven is Interstellar. Which you just watched. I just watched no, it. So what, yeah. what, what are your feelings about Interstellar? Wow, what a long, ambitious <laughs> movie. So many things going on. That one is needed it, a lot of trimming, for sure. Is it longer than Open? No. Almost. It's 249. Is it his okay. most uh, human film? Yes. I yes. don't understand people saying yeah. Oppie was the most emotional. It's definitely Interstellar. But even with that half-baked young emotion stuff... Yeah. Oh, medyo, medyo yeah. mawkish. It's almost there, and then parating na, and then he pulled yeah. back again. Yeah, it's oh, not his strength, like... but it's nice to see him try. Rival parent. Yeah, so I think I was on an all-time, like, Nolan High by the time Interstellar came out. Like, mm. oh my God, now this guy can be, like, one of the greats. And I think, like, looking back at it, like, what was floating through space, pushing books? <laughs> Make it make sense that part. Yeah, vibes din yan ano ba yun? Although I, that was my favorite part, the 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 tesseract part, but hey, quantum really? physics really just what a lot of crock. But because uh, even despite all that, it has some amazing sequences. Absolutely. Ano, yeah. Even, even just that planet of water now, the waves is really just the tides mm. coming high up, and it's in. I it's still I think. My favorite robots ever. Yeah. Yeah. The two, the two just Tar- blocks. Stars. Oh. Yeah. Star- stars in case ata. Yung isa. Mm. So, and but their sense of humor, it's just, and they're not even like celeb voices, I think. Eh. But oh. uh, it's just some some voice actors, but they're but sobrang galing ng sarcastic No, one is tone. a Nolan Company player. Oh, si, galing. I, for, si, I forgot. Si Case, yung Nolan Company player. Mm. Yeah, I forgot they were talking robots in the movie. <laughs> Ang kasi, especially with the design where it's just, ano, very Kubrick yan eh, parang monolith lang. Pero they can suddenly parang articulate some extra joints and then one starts rolling, diba? One becomes like a asterisk when it, ro- when it rolls around. Like, Damn, the design like of this is amazing. <laughs> oh. anyway, but yeah, Interstellar. Okay, Interstellar at number seven. Six, five, Four are all tied, so you bring mm. this from one. It's Dunkirk, Opie, and Dark Knight. Dunkirk at six. Dark Dark Knight? What? <laughs> I'm so shocked. Obviously, Dark, Dark Knight, Knight oh, yeah. is, should be higher. The highest in this oh, group. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I just want to point out uh, Ramon has some retro... Retro changing, <laughs> retroactive, you know, because Batman Begins is now higher on his list than Dark Knight. And I think during the well, Batman ranking. When was this, iba yung, Ramon? Iba yung ranking, kasi diba, what, you're, what you're referring to is best Batman movie. That uh, is. Oh. What? That's a different list from best that Nolan. That is completely retconning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, as, I think especially because Batman Begins is really the one that's more about ba- Batman, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. But... Yeah, so how come it's, it's your higher Nolan, but your lower Batman? <laughs> it's a better film, but it's... it's pero yung, mas, yung kilig ng Batman, for me, is more Dark Knight. Kasi we had Heath Ledger's Joker there. Eh. Okay. And two-faced. I mean, it works of, for me, man. I'm like a Batman Begins guy. So. Yeah, but in, but in terms of like, what's a better film as an example of the director doing his thing? Mm. Ang ganda ng, yung structure ng Begins is like so clean eh. 
Walang yung mm. Dark Knight may 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 mga taba pa yan na pwede kong tanggalin eh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Got it. So Dark Knight, it would would Dark Knight be your top? It's Actually, my number Sean, one, Jesus. It's your number one. It's my number three, which means actually it's lowest on Ramon's list. Ang uh, alam, Dark Knight. Uh, it's, oh, yeah, not, yeah, it's not. Knight. It's not. It's, it's actually not five. It's actually yeah. not in the top five. Wow. So okay. Shocking. So, I know. Um, it's not that shocking. They're all good. This is just a matter of like. Uh, I'm well, actually. I, sh- I yeah. just thought that this was in oh. top the top tier Nolan. Well, actually, Ramon's number one is Dunkirk. Yeah, and his number two is open. It's hard to watch Dark Knight actually these days when I'm you know, when when you see the how bad the continuity of the fight scenes is. <laughs> so, so which, what is six and five? What, so, what are the other two? No, so five and four. Oppenheimer and Dunkirk. So I can't break that because obviously, matasin yeah. sa akin eh. My number five was Oppie. And Dunkirk. Yeah, my number five was Oppie. We are exacto, so Dunkirk. <laughs> Like Dunkirk is eight for yeah. both of us. Yeah. So I just did uh, not enjoy it as much as a lot of people did. Dunkirk. So um I'll uh, just yeah, but just to you know, again. As quite uh, mentioned, number one king Dunkirk. <laughs> Dunkirk his, his most artful and his shortest film. Dunkirk is at four. Okay. Sige, sige. Do you have well? Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that Roman Dark Knight is your number six, right? Uh, I don't case. know. I didn't rank that. <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, Dunkirk, pa <laughs> Dunkirk is number five. And then, I don't know. Um, I'm so confused. Where are we? So yeah, we'll, we'll review them. Okay, three, two, one, all tie also. So we have Batman Begins. Ah, no. Shit, wait, wait. Wh- where was four? Huh? Dark Knight is four. I sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Mali, mali, mali. Dark Knight Inception and Dark Knight Inception and um, Prestige and and Dunkirk. So, what do you like more? For number three. Uh, sorry, sorry. Oh my god. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm so it is, confused. It is, it is. Okay, four, five, six. Four, five, six is Dark Knight. Inception and Dunkirk. So wow, what? Inception yeah. is at 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 six, at five, yeah. at six That's or five. Doing. It has I, to be five. five. Five yen. Oh my okay. gosh! I, what? Wait, it's so no one quarks, I guess. What, what Inception? Hell? Inception? Yeah, yeah. Inception's like my number two, I think. Well, so why is it that low? Because it's, it's three on mine. Two. Yeah. Shit. It it oh, should be top three if it's both we we both put it at number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Baka wrong assignment of points. Oh my god. Yeah, I think you're right. Sorry. So Actually, it's top Ramon, three for all three of us. Eh? Yeah. What was Inception with yours? Oh my god. Yeah. With three. mine three. Three. Okay. So that put two and or yours three. And yours it was two. Yeah. Right? Yep. Oh my god. Okay. 22, 32. Okay. Sige. So, okay. Let's go back. Okay. Dunkirk is... Dunkirk six. is now... Six. And Dark then... Tenyo. Dark Knight is five. Okay. 
Okay, fine. Okay. As long as it's still in <laughs> the top five. Still, yeah, it's top five. Um, three, four, three, two are tied. Okay, that is Prestige, Oppenheimer, and Batman Begins. Uh. Batman Begins is my number one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What was that? Villainous laugh. <laughs> I cannot believe that Oppie is gonna rate higher than Dark Knight. It's wow. <laughs> and prestige. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, oh. oh pre- I mean, my can, prestige no, no, no. for we me can, was can... number four. Was my top four. Yeah, my, actually we're the same. We're all the same. <laughs> number four in prestige. Prestige was our number four. Prestige. Okay. Okay. So three na lang. Prestige. Uh, sige. Three. Is no, and then three. So between, ano, OP and Batman Begins, I guess Batman Begins will be number three. <laughs> Are you putting OP at one? This is a strange list. No, 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 no. OP is at two. So because of the the math fudging, it's actually number one is Inception. Woohoo! Oh. Okay, I accept that. That's fine. <laughs> So yes. yeah, not not a bad list. Uh, what was number three? Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right. I love it. <laughs> At least I got. To, I, didn't, I didn't expect this one to get to the again, top three. Again. Number twelve is Constantino Zicarelli's favorite yeah. Insomnia. Number eleven, he, the first movie following. Then which the three the, of us saw? Yay! Yeah, yeah. So um, the three unknowingly in the theater, inside the theater. Um, Dark Knight Rises is number ten. Number nine is Tenet. Number eight is Memento. Number seven is Interstellar. Six is Dunkirk. Five is uh, The Dark Knight. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we have two Batmans in the top five. That's 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 pretty damn good. Four is the the stage, which is which I've only seen once, and I need to watch I d- again. You know, I don't think people love it uh. as it doesn't <gasps> get enough love outside of our circles. Yeah, I agree. What? Uh, number three is Batman Begins. Number two is Oppenheimer. Wow. That's Holy really crap. high. I, That's really high. Oppie is five on my list. Mm-mm. What's Batman Begins on your list? Six. Six. I mean, we can change if you want. We can make Batman Begins number two. <laughs> I, I don't mind. Wow. I don't think Oppie should wow. be top unless, top unless, Bat- unless What was the math for? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was, it, the, naman sila eh. unless you have ano, a Ramon. Uh, no, kasi sabihin niyo na yung ano yung top 5 niyo. My uh, uh, I'll start I'll start with my top 5. Okay. My number uh, 5 was Oppie, 4 Prestige and we all agree on the Prestige at 4. My 3 was Memento, 2 Inception and 1 was The Dark Knight. Wow, okay. And then Quark. Um mine was actually very close to Mel. So 5 was Oppie, <laughs> 4 was The Prestige, 3 was Dark Knight though. No. 2 Inception and then 1 is Begins. Um, and then what was yours? So ako pala yung nag-screw up ng math niyo. Oh. <laughs> what was your what was number 5? My 5 is Batman Begins. So that's the highest one of the bat films. And then my number 4 is Prestige, which I've always liked. Uh my 3 is Inception, which for me is the pinaka Nolan-y. Yeah. In terms yeah. of like he really disappeared into himself there. My number two is Oppenheimer. That might might be because of recency bias, but I'm still yeah. super impressed kasi with it. Even if the even with the parts that I feel are less energy, they're still edited so well. Um, but 
if ever pwedeng mag-interchange yung Inception and Oppenheimer but my number one is Dunkirk talagang I was so blown away it's one of my favorite war films I did not think he had it in him that yeah. kind of artistry na yun nga parang so many silent sequences na you know he didn't make it so talky it's his shortest film tapos the time dilation is it shorter the, the, the than following? I'm not sure I remember following to be 80 minutes like it was very very short Probably almost there. Maybe nga, no? Pero I remember that was like, ano eh? That was like the promo thing at the time of Dunkirk. Like, his shortest film. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> I need to rewatch Dunkirk. Even like, the yeah. non-linearity of Dunkirk is, is less to do with the order, but with the dilation of time, which I absolutely love. But again, it's also such a vibes movie na. It's, an, <laughs> it's a war film, but it's one of the most beautifully shot. Maybe yeah. his first with Hoyte. So, actually, well, actually, a lot of our enslavers put Dunkirk at like the top. Oh, it's one of my favorite ever IMAX experiences. You have minus points for Rami Malek, right? On you know, Oppenheimer. I guess who's in Dunkirk? <laughs> I know. I hate, <laughs> I hate that he's part of the Nolan Company players. Where is, no. he, in, where is he in Dunkirk? No, no, no. See, Barry Keegan. Barry Keegan. Ah. So. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe that's why I don't like it as much. But you, you and I have both have Dunkirk at number eight, Mel. So let's keep Oppie at number two. No, no, no. Ramon said it's recency bias. <laughs> so wow. begins at two. So begins at two. I think. Kalaho inception yung akit. And then three. And inception is number one. Yeah. Three, number three one. for Oppie. And then I, I can live with that. Yeah. Look at that. What a great list. <laughs> uh, I love it when really, I am. <laughs> I love how we were in the Batman Begins too. <laughs> Number two, but <laughs> I'm always so proud when we make lists, guys. It's such a great, you know, <laughs> cooperative. <laughs> I know. Sponsor us na letterbox. Indeed. So that wraps up our, our Nolan episode. Next week is Barbie naman. Yes. Sana naman. The Barbie of the Barbenheimer. Or next yeah, episode. And then our Gretinger Rankings Labo, three, three movies. Lab. You guys, as an assignment, you have to come prepared for the Barbie episode and watch at least three Life in the Dreamhouse episodes. That's your assignment. Okay. That's on Netflix anyway or YouTube. It's super easy to find. If you can, it's the Glitter episode. That's my favorite Wait, is one. is it like a reality show? What is this? It's an animated <laughs> web show of Barbie. It kind of resurrected Barbie in the aughts. It's so good. So, right. yan yung assignment niya for Barbie. See you for Barbie. Bye, guys. Now I am become death. Destroyer of worlds. I suppose we all thought that one way or another.